What's up, ladies? Chucky Farley here, and I just want to let you know what the email is to reach the show. PVGshow at Hotmail.com. PVGshow at Hotmail.com. Write us with the answer to the question of the day, or with your thoughts and concerns, or compliments to your lovely host. Thank you for gaming. Enjoy the show. Proper Villains Gaming's for everyone. It's not just for me or for you or the people that can afford it. Gaming has been around forever and will be. Gaming is what I'm about. Gaming should be about everyone. It should be about a community of people getting together and accomplishing something they couldn't do in their normal lives. That's what I believe in. That's what this show's about. Welcome to Proper Villains Gaming. And that's it. A lot of background noise, because I'm not getting up to turn the fans off. So, welcome to Proper Villains Gaming. I am your host, Chuck Dufarley. And let's talk about my week. Because, let's face it, you want to hear about it, otherwise you'll leave I know. You love me. I love me, too. No, seriously. Uh, what are we going to talk about in gaming this week? Well, uh, I'm not going to talk about Mass Effect 3, because that's getting way too much press. It's like, it's like the new Coney. Like, if you're in the gaming world... Mass Effect 3 is the new Coney. Even if you haven't played it, people want to tell you about it, give you their opinion, and then be like, and we have to stop this evil! I, uh... gonna have to sit this one out at this point. I I believe everybody has an opinion. I, I didn't play enough of it uh, in 2. I didn't play at all to give an opinion, but man, I'm gonna stay away from it. This fight is getting just weird. Um, I did like the cupcake joke. Uh, Alright, what else am I doing this week? I gotta tell you something awesome. Now, Star Wars has stagnated for many people at this point. And there are a lot of people that are rating are like, oh, this is the greatest game ever created. But Star Wars really came down to two sets of people, in my opinion. Um, people that are diehard fans, and then people that are MMO fans. Now, there's some overlapping. There's a great deal of overlapping in those two categories. However, in that respect, at the end of the day, you're one or the other. And there's no going back, you know, hey, I want to be, yeah, I'm more of an MMO fan. Because right now, people that are diehard MMOs, they just love MMOs and really are looking for the next big WoW-type game, um, have left. Or are to the point where they can't play any further because they've done everything and things aren't, I mean, you know, you have to pay for respect every time you want to change what your guy does. And it gets expensive. And... You're just doing the same things over and over again. However, I know you can make different choices for some, you know, different outcomes. In reality, this game so far only has three choices, two outcomes, and every planet you go to, you're going to have to repeat the same series of quests over and over again. So, one way or the other, you have to deal with the reality that the game has now stagnated when you get to the end, and I didn't rush to the end. I, I wasn't like, oh, God, i got to do it all. It was, you know, I took my time, didn't like the character I was playing, started another one, leveled him up, caught up to the guild, did the first two eight-mans, was kind of impressed, started talking to guys. At this point, a bunch of these guys who I game with regularly um, are just, you know, not not around because they just feel like, ah, eh, make it myself play. So then what do you do because your eight mans are falling apart? Well, I, uh, on the other show, uh, which was Riff Runners, uh, we talked about what Proper Villains actually grew from. Proper Villains Gaming is actually an idea, and the idea works like this. You don't actually have to be a member of a guild to be a member of a gaming community. Now, forums for a long time provided this kind of media or, or 
interactive outlet between people to share ideas and get together and do things. And this kind of started in Ultima, but to, to be more specific, even though there were guilds in EverQuest, EverQuest was a lot like this. Just a lot of people that enjoyed playing with each other and really enjoyed each other's company would get together and then go do these things. Now, back in the day... Um, and I like to go back because I played EverQuest a really long time. I really loved EverQuest, or the original EverQuest. When the fan base got thin, what EverQuest did was they reinvigorated. Reinvigorated. Started, you could go from 1 to 50. 1 to 50. Actually, at the time, I think the cap might have been 40. But you can go from 1 to 40, 1 to 40, 1 to 40. And they reinvented places you could do that. So if you'd already done it here, you could go to this new place and do it there. And if you'd already done it there, they came out with Shadows of Luckland, you could do it up on the moon. Just little weird things like that. But the truth of the whole situation became they invented a lot of ways you could go level. WoW started to do this as well, but dropped the ball and they're like, actually, we're going to do this out. We're going to just nuke the whole place and just start over. And that'll be new for everybody. Because people that like to just do things they're used to didn't enjoy it. Everything was super speed. And, and I don't mind that so much, but at the end of the, the line, your super speed should wear off and things should get difficult and be challenging and equally rewarding, and it stopped being that, which is why Cataclysm offended a lot of the hardcore MMO community. Now, bringing up full circle, it's still the concept itself is good. It's just it was executed badly. It happens. And I'm not saying that Cataclysm was a horrible failure because it was a very hugely successful sale and probably one of, I think one of the biggest MMO sales ever until Star Wars. But there again, that's because people buy things not knowing exactly what they're going to get, and if they're unhappy with it, well, the sales won't show that, because they're already paid for. Subscriptions will show it, and that is what happened to WoW. I'm a little fearful it's about to happen to Star Wars. Now, the upside is Star Wars has this ton, ton of servers, so they started doing server condensation. It wouldn't be too bad. Now, when I discussed this with some friends, what concerned me the most, and I don't know how many of you have, have ever had this on double factions in an MMO, but on our side, on the Crate Dragon, I've noticed that when I get on, the fleet is pretty empty on the Republic side. However, the Sith are always packed. Now, how that comes to be, I don't know, but there is a great imbalance. And I'm hearing, I don't know about every server, but a lot of servers have this big Sith population, low Republic population. And I'm hoping that if they did do the condensation, that maybe they try and find a way to even that out. And not, you know, be like, oh, no, you're a Republic. But, you know, just find a way to be like, hey, you know, there's you know, too many guys here of this and not enough guys here of this. Let's combine this one with a lot of guys of this. I mean, there's not a lot of PvP. We don't even play on a PvP server, but it, in retrospect, it's just, it's so barren right now for people playing. I don't I don't really have a motivation to get on and do Nar Shaddaa for the five millionth time and do these quests where I gotta go find these bikes and do the bonus missions and the... Yes, I fell asleep, because that's how, just talking about it is just going to drive me insane. It just knocked me right out, man. I I just feel like I've gotten to a wall, and I can't get past it. Now, 1.2 is coming, and that's great, but what I really want to hear from them is, now that all these complaints are kind of coming out and becoming more fruitful, I want to know what they're going to do about it. And 1.2 is supposed to have dual specking. Well, nope, they took that out. It's going to be in a later patch. I'd like to know when 1.2 drops, what your schedule looks like for uh, content you're going to put in the game. I'm not, you know, at this point, 
this sounds horrible, but if you told me now that you're going to put out an expansion for next March, I would buy that expansion. I want this game to work. It is my childhood love, which is why so many people keep trying to hang on. Um, which brings us to what I've been doing this week in gaming, because I'm going to move away from Star Wars. And I went back to... You know, I wonder if you can guess. Take a moment. And you say what it is. Well, you, you, well, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to clap. This is me clapping, just for test purposes. Alright. Now, after I clap the next time, I'm going to say what I'm playing. I want you to say out loud. I know it seems silly, but go ahead and do it anyways. It'll be fun. And you know what? How often do you do fun things that are silly? I mean, do you do it enough? Really? Is, is your child meter filled all the way up? And if it isn't, question why it isn't. But, you know, to get philosophical later. Okay, so I'll clap my hands, and I'll say what game I'm playing. And it's an old school game. And you say again what game you think I'm playing. Unless you have previous knowledge, and then this exercise means nothing. Alright, here we go. So as soon as the clap goes off, you say it. And I'll even count down. Three, two, one. I'll do it on one. So three, two, one. Dayok. I'm playing Dayok. If you don't know what that is, it's Dark Ages of Camelot. Dark Ages of Camelot is 11 years old. It is still... It has three factions, realm versus realm, instead of PvP. Um, they streamlined a lot of it, and I still... and Oh, and this is the other thing that really sets this off for me. There are not mirror classes. Now, what mirror classes are, are like, take for instance, Star Wars. I have a Sith Inquisitor. Is it Inquisitor? Let's go Sith Sorcerer. I have a Sith, I have a Sith Sorcerer, and I have the Jedi Counselor. Okay? They are the, actually the identical same thing. They just have different names on them. Um, some of the animations are slightly different. Now, Dayok has like 30 separate non-mirror classes. Sure, there are a bunch of guys that um, use, use bows, but they're not all rangers. There is a ranger, and then there's a hunter, and the hunter has different abilities and things like Like the hunter, in, you know, he can use range, but in hand-to-hand -hand he's a little bit better, and he uses a different set of weapons, and, and he plays differently. And it, it, it is a completely separate standard. Now, I don't know when games stop doing this, but some people are of the school of thought that there's such a thing as too much. There is, oh, you've, you know, I have 30, 30 classes I can't pick. But I'm not of that. I think diversity is the spice of life. If you have diversity, it's going to make... Look, look at the proofs of the pudding. I got on, and sure, there are like five or six servers, but it still has an active player base. Every zone I go in, there are people. When I go to the RVRs, which are Realm vs. Realm Battlegrounds, there are pe There is shit going on. People are going at each other. Now, I can't stress this enough. That it's an 11-year-old video game, and it still has a strong player base. On five or... I think maybe ten servers, now that I think about it. On ten separate servers. You cannot... It's, it's not free to play. It's $15 a month. These people are playing, paying $15 a month to play. That is how you make a video game. Because, love it or hate it, there's I am going to be paying $15 a month to play this, because I got in on a two-week free trial. I played a while back, maybe five years ago, maybe, I played. And now I'm like, you know, I really want to play again. So, what am I getting at? I'm getting at, you can build a... Oh, I am sick, by the way, in case anybody's picking up on that. But, you know, I... You have to release something. You have to record and do a podcast. You have to be reliable. So, making sure one goes out this weekend. But, anyways, get back to that. You you build something, 
And if you have enough diversity, it keeps people there longer just trying out all the different options. And if an 11-year-old video game that still has paid subscribers across 10 servers isn't proof enough, I don't know what could be. Unless 20 servers would be enough. And it's not a game for everybody. I'm not going to tell you, hey, it's a, it's a game that everyone should play. Because I said that about Star Wars. I kind of felt like people, everyone should play it. And um, the, the guys in Reborn Destiny, a lot of them tried it, but not everyone loved it. And it wasn't for everyone. Now, when WoW came out, it had hiccups. And I played WoW from the beginning, and it, it had a bunch of... I played WoW, I beta-tested WoW when Warlocks could wear leather. And, and you could be like a battle mage warlock. Um, but that's, that's the difference. It, it built itself into, into the juggernaut it became, and, um, dark, games like Dark Ages of Camelot were available, and out, you know, for glory, and if, and I mean this, if they, because right now it's, it's big weakness, Dark Ages of Camelot is, uh, A, it's 11 years old, so it needs a graphics update, though the graphics aren't bad, I'm surprised, I was really surprised, um, two, it, it hit 35 and the streamlined questing stops. And you don't feel motivated to quest because it kind of insinuates you should go grind or go to these other three areas we recommend. Okay, and... Or go to the battlegrounds because that is where everybody is. Um, but you go there, you, you play it and, and it, and it occurs to me that if they fix the streamlining at 35, 50-level game, fix the streamlining at 30, 35, you don't even have to make it as much XP as you're getting now. Just make it rewarding and compelling to go on. Reskinned it with a visual update, and then what would that game be? Yeah, I honestly believe it would be the best-selling MMO on the market because right now people love MMOs thanks to WoW, and they're looking for the next big one because they're drawn in. Now I can't wait for Diablo to come out. Another one that I'm really excited about, thanks to uh, Simmons and a bunch of guys that were talking talking about it, is Secret World, which has kind of got a Skyrim basic setup for you know building in, and if you haven't played Skyrim, I highly recommend it. It's available on Steam. I always recommend things on Steam, and you know, I, I cannot say enough about Skyrim. Um, but anyways, if you played Skyrim, it's got this thing where the more you do something, the better you get at that thing. So, everyone starts out as a level zero nobody, and then at the end, you end up with, with warriors, and you know, uh, oh, by the way, Skyrim is not MMO, not multiplayer at all. It's one guy, but you, you can be a rogue, you can be a, a ranger, you, you can be you can be anything you want to build, a mage. As long as you want to build it, you can be that. And that's what it's, it seems like Secret World's going to be in a not post-apocalyptic world as, you know, Mad Max-ish, but like the zombie invasion has happened, you know, maybe like a walk, Walking Dead post-apocalyptic world, where the, 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 the buildings have not crumbled, and we're not far, far in the future. It's the survival of these people not long after the disaster happens. And it, it seems really exciting to me. So I can't wait for that, but that's new and innovative. And again, I, I love Diablo, and I'm really excited to play it, and you know that comes out May 15th. So, basically, I'm another person waiting for the, the next big thing to drop. I know I've kind of been rambling about this, but I was getting back to the point that I love Star Wars so much, I'm not going to give up my subscription to it. I'm going to play something else for a little while, probably until Diablo comes out, because though I love Dayok, I don't see the point in paying $30 a month when I can barely afford anything, you know, as it is. So, as far as gaming in the MMO world, I'm a little sad that this game that's 11 years old 
just has so many things I don't see now. And I guess where I was going with this whole story I was bringing to you, you people at home listening, if you're still listening, is uh, it's owned now by BioWare. Mythic is now owned by EA, and, and BioWare does all their stuff. They also did uh, Warhammer, which I liked originally. I love Warhammer, the tabletop game. I really had a lot of high hopes, but end game, that, that game just really doesn't have a lot going on for it. And uh, it hurts, you know, because it, not, you know, not emotionally, it hurts the uh, industry because no one is moving forward with a great big concept. And some of these older concepts that are really fabulous are falling to the wayside. So I, I hope somebody does decide, hey, you know, let's talk to uh, Bioware and Mythic and reskin Dayok and put out Dayok 2. Because if they did, Dark Age of Camelot 2, I think, has a strong chance of being the best MMO available. As long as they didn't, you know, go, for example, the EverQuest 1 route to EverQuest 2. Because I can't tell you what I think was wrong with that. I'm not sure. But I had so much trouble playing EQ2 after coming from EverQuest 1 and then when WoW came out, like I had to, I had to step away from MMOs because they had completely changed from what I was used to. Everything was seemed like it was easy, but it was still difficult for me to figure out. I, I go back to Dark Ages of Camelot, and I appreciate a lot of the things I take for granted. So, I don't know. I think that's the moral of our tale uh, for this week's episode of Proper Villains Gaming. Is uh, I don't know. Just maybe take a step back and go back to something you used before. Seem to be grateful for the gaming you have. Uh, also, uh, let me put in a plug for CommandChannel.com. Uh, they're not a sponsor. I wish they were. I I've never actually approached the guy about sponsoring us. I've I've kind of brushed broached the subject a couple times. But they have these great mumble servers. We use them all the time. They're super clear, really inexpensive. I can't say enough good things about them. CommandChannel.com. Just go check them out. You know talk to, you know, if you have some questions, they're right on the ball, they're getting back to you, and again, the servers are not that expensive, so commandchannel.com. Um, something else I want to bring up before I forget is, I'm not doing a lot of tabletop gaming, and uh, I'm, I'm going to have to skip that section this week, but I asked a question last week, how do you deal with people in your guild that that begin to have real-life problems, and then those problems bleed over into the guild, like relationship problems. Um, like, you know, people breaking up, and you're going to hear some clicking here, because I'm going to check the email live. But um, I'm going to see if anybody responded. I got some responses when I was talking uh, to, in the guild uh, about, you know, what I was discussing. But really, I, I want to hear from you guys, so I'll post a question at the end of this episode, which is, is going to be related to the show. But... Last week we discussed this. This week we'll, we'll see what we got. So, um... I asked because uh, there's, a, there's a situation going on in our guild that started to flow over and become disruptive to the rest of the guild. I asked what, if, if anything, would you guys do to fix a situation where someone in your real life um, had some sort of split from the people in your, your game? Um, and, and or you that it made it difficult for people to, uh, I don't know, move forward, be able to operate, you know, uh, as functional players, I guess. Um, I don't have any emails, so one of the things that uh, was recommended was sometimes you have to make a hard choice. And the hard choice, I guess, in this situation would be I, I have to decide whether to go with the guild or uh, drop this person 
and cut them out of my life. Now, relationship-wise, like boyfriend-girlfriend, wife-husband, that's really difficult. And someone said to me, if you really cared about being disruptive, you both should step out. And... I don't know. I I feel like maybe maybe that's maybe that's the best. That's the 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 bigger man choice, right? Like I'll just walk away. But sometimes in that choice, what if the other person doesn't make that choice? And what if you're kind of the preferred member of that couple? Um, another example would be uh, if you have a real life friend who has a has some sort of exchange with someone in your guild, and then that person doesn't want to even relate to. the to the people and they get well just this one person and it starts affecting the guild what do you do do you go and you be like hey you're being an asshole or hey can you stay away from this person um i found that what worked the best for me was stay out of it um and i think that's going to be my big advice is when things like that go on do your best to not get involved and it's hard for people because it's distracting and they want to help and they you know especially if you have women in the guild we have a lot of women in our guild i, I don't know why but it maybe it's just because we're such awesome people we attract you know we have we have an uh, aura of safety but if you stay out of it and you and you don't get involved and you know you want to be their friend and you want to listen to them the problem is both of them are in the guild and both of them want someone to hear them out and what they're really not knowing it, but what they really want is approval. And you can't give both of them approval. What you can do is say, I hope the best for you guys. I don't want to get involved. Good luck. Um, you know, and, and if there's one of them that has always been disruptive, then just be like, well, you know, we, we really only hang out with you because of this person. And and maybe, you know, that, that's come to a head. Well, no, like maybe the, the reverse of that. You don't go, hey, I think you're an asshole. We've only been friends with you because Bob over there has been our favorite person to deal with. And since you and Bob aren't friends anymore, could you fuck off? No, I, I kind of meant that the other way. You go to Bob and you're like, Bob, look, just so you know, so we're clear, we don't even like that guy. We only hang out with him because he's your friend. But if you're done with him, we can't wait for him to go. And we really like to do that. And then this is the second rule that makes it important always have a closed door policy if someone is forcibly removed from your guild never let that be a returnable situation never go look you've been crazy causing problems you hurt people we're gonna have to cut you but I'll reapply in six months and we'll talk i cannot condone that that kind of concept because what you just said was I know you cause trouble. Come back, and I'll believe you won't cause trouble next time. That's never how it works. You know that's not how it works. All right. Well, that's it. I'm going to wind down here. We're 25 minutes in. So what I want to talk about is innovative game ideas. Like, what old-school games do you really want to see, I don't know, for lack of a better term, reskinned and rebuilt from the ground up? Of course, my vote is Dayok. I'll talk about it a little bit more next week when I, you know, get a little bit more involved in it. But Dark Ages of Camelot seems like a real good chance at building something that could be huge again and building a community of people around it that love to do the same thing. If 11-year-old game works, EverQuest 2 went free-to-play and it's not as old as Dark Ages. What does that tell you about this system? Alright, well that's it for me. Uh, you can look up everything I talked about. Uh, I'll try and remember to put it in the show notes, but I'm going to bed after I do this. Um, but uh, you can find Secret World 
Uh, just type in Google, do you know, Google Secret World. Dark Age Camelot has a two-week free trial if you're interested in playing. If you are and you're looking for me, I am going to be on the Yawain 4 server, and I am playing Hiberian. So that's that's where I'm going to be. I'm also probably going to talk a lot about Dark Ages because I really enjoy it. Uh, Diablo 3, if you don't know, you can pre-order right now on the Blizzard website. Drops May 15th. I don't know when the pre-orders stop. Um, let's see, is there anything else I can think of that I want to talk about? Also, Star Wars 1.2 is supposed to be coming out this month, because today is April 1st. Uh, I didn't do an April Fool's show, I was thinking about it, but I kind of put it on the back burner. But anyways, um, they're going to be sometime this month, and I heard it was going to be the beginning of the month, now I'm hearing it may be the end of the month. Either way, um, that, that should have some, I don't know, light for those of you playing Star Wars. You know, try and hang on and see where it goes. Um, I am Chuck U. Farley. This is this is Squeaky Chair, and uh, thank you for gaming. It's almost 4 a.m. Monday in my room again. Got a crazy vision of a dream escaping from my pen. I'll be swinging, going down. Fuck that noise, no way, no how you're listening to this song But I'm working on the next one now If my goals are odd, I take it as a challenge People seem confused by how I hope to use my talents Could he be Weird Al? Could he be Jimmy Fallon? 